And the Monday Night Lights podcast is back. Sorry for the quick delay. I pressed the button I shouldn't have had, but we have uh, Mr. Pistol Pete Crunk and the debut of Shawnee. How are you doing over there? Doing great. Glad to be here. What about you, Crunk? Tough loss yesterday? It was a tough loss. Glad to be here, though, and having a beer. And then the winner will get over to that, I'm sure, in a bit as well, Mr. Pistol Pete. Doing great. Two winners. Remember that. Not one. Two in here. Well, yep, 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 yep. Uh, possibly uh, the ten o'clock pickup game winner. No, uh, I don't know if we technically kept score. I don't think that. I don't think anybody cares about that pickup game <laughs> so as I'm well. I'm officially but. the only loser in the room tonight. So possibly, possibly. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, as always, you can give us a call on the Whoop line seven one four seven five Whoop. Email the show at podcast at mnlhl. Subscribe, follow on Twitch. YouTube is youtube.mnlhl.com. Uh, interested in coming on the podcast, especially these playoffs, trying to get people in. Uh, just let me know. We'll get you on a uh, reminder as well. The Dickies are coming up and we're looking for nominations two weeks away before we have those. So uh, you can go to MNL or news.mnlhl.com. There's a story in there about the Dickies, what all the awards are, the email address as well. It's uh, pbin12 at gmail.com. Uh, just also wanted to give thanks to uh, DP or Dave P. Uh, looks like he subscribed for his fifth month and Mr. Pistol Pete subscribed for his fifth month as well. So we always appreciate the love, you know, helped us get free beer around the All-Star game and other things as well. So um, when do we see them? See what? These other things as well. I don't I don't know. Those, those are placeholders. That could mean anything. I'm not in charge of the account. I'm not I in charge of the money. I have noticed some new things in this room, though. You know, is that where all this extra money is going? Uh, I have no access to that control uh, account. That's fully panty, so I got nothing from anything. So I just waste my time and have fun over here. So, But that's, that's a fair question as well. Uh, just a reminder, spring is coming up. Registration is closed. Sounds like we're going to have five teams this spring, so we grew one extra team. I assume we're going to be having a bye, uh, one team on the bye every week, similar to how we did that in the fall. But I think it's good news that we're getting more participation. We expanded team when we expanded team in the spring as well. Yeah, no problem with that. I saw a little sneak peek of the roster, and it looks uh, really good, too. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Have you seen anything, Shawnee? I have not. I think it's, uh, are you a GM in spring? or? I was notified yesterday. Today. Oh, okay. Today. So maybe that's the secret uh, spring GM. Secret. Notified that you're going to be a GM. You didn't know if, as of today, maybe you're the fifth guy. I am the, I know I am one of the GMs for this spring. I was notified uh, earlier today. That, that's a lot of fun. I mean, I did that last year. I think we had fun doing that. The one thing I would assume is that we're not going to have one team in the playoffs coming up this year, which 
it's such a small season. Your team gets off to a bad start. It's so hard to make up points. So that'll make things interested come spring, I believe. I think we we all know what we're here for. We're here for kind of the main event. Uh, the playoffs round two has started. Uh, we'll get right down to it. The Americans versus the Seals was our first game of last night. We had uh, the Seals beating the Americans. It was a 3-1 game. Shawnee, co-GM of the Seals, you played in this game. Let's get a little bit of a rundown of what you thought. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a very close game. It was actually uh, an empty netter at the end there. So really, you know, 2-1. to one. Uh, The Americans got the first goal of the game. Um, and then we were able to tie it up and take the lead. But, uh, no, I thought we played... Uh, not our best game, but we still came out with the win. Um, you know, I thought our second line played really great. Uh, I know they they tried to stack their lines at different points in the game, putting uh, Sugar and Antioch and Star out there at the same time against you know our second line, and they held strong and didn't give up any uh, bad zone possessions or no yeah. breakaways or anything. Either. I did notice at one point, I believe it was, I think I noticed, I thought it was Sugar with uh, Woods and with Sips, and then I noticed later on, I thought I saw uh, Manny and Sugar together. So it seemed like they were really rotating that around. Yep. Uh, seems like there was some even play le- around, but I didn't see I didn't see many quality scoring opportunities for the Americans when it really came down to it. Yeah, um, like I said, I thought we played uh, good defensively, and our our defense played great. I know Whoop made a point that he was never going to be on the ice when Sugar was. Um, you know. <laughs> that was Whoop's way of saying I'm just not going to play tonight, boys. Take care of it for me. So, you know, but I thought Whoop looked great. Um, not only last night, but the past couple of weeks, he's uh, been pretty. He's been a lot more confident out there. It looks like he's going after and winning puck battles. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, he's been talking about health and wellness, health and wellness. He said he's been dry since the beginning of the year. Uh, you know, you've been seeing some more effort in his skating. You know. When you get into better shape, it's easier to put that effort in. So that is nice to see. And I think Whoop has always been that guy where at the beginning of this year, a lot of people were like, oh, he's a end of ninth. He could say he's a 10th round keeper type of thing. But as he's got, he's always had good hands. He's always been smart with the puck. Yep, and it, as he gets in better shape, his draft stock's going to be going up and up and up. Yep. Uh, but not too far up. I guess that's another topic, right? I mean, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Whoop hasn't hasn't looked any different for the past four years to me. Oh, I, I would I would I would totally disagree if you played with him last year. Well, no, I remember yeah. the blue pants. I remember the I remember the baby blue pants. Uh, you know, with everything frolicking in the wind for him, it was almost as bad as my war kilt. Ah, oh, that, that's not a that's not a hundred percent fair. But yeah, I mean, I do I do think uh, the end of last year. Even with the worms, he was missing a lot of weeks. It was seemed like he was kind of yeah. out on hockey. I think we even had a kind of a YouTube video with the teaser, like, can Whoop get his groove back this year yep. type of thing, where a lot of us were, we were trying to get him to do that because it wasn't that we cared about how good or how bad he was. You know, everybody loves Whoop. We wanted right. him around. We wanted him around for those Friday nights, having fun, playing hockey, and he just wasn't showing up because he was feeling down on himself as well, and he's been putting in more effort even, you know, now he hasn't been drinking, you know, that's got to help. And then on top of that, he's been doing a lot of, you know, two a week, three a weeks, all of that effort, it gets you in better shape. And even if, you know, I think he has gotten better shape, he's looking better, but even if you don't, then your muscles, your legs, everything gets better and you can actually go harder and you get more used to it. Yeah. So I think it's a great job by whoop. Yep. 
uh, he's been playing great. He's been playing on on my wing on Wednesday nights too. So a lot of smoke. Oh yeah, he's a he's a K Falk non K Falk right now, filling in, getting those skates. But uh, you know, you gotta love him. He's he's one of those guys too. When he fills in, he brings beer every couple of weeks because he's kind of. That's a way to get, if you want to be able to sub on a lot of teams, bring beer every time you're trying to sub, yeah. I think is a good way to go. Yep. It's just a quick interruption though, just for, uh, I don't know how the, how the forum feels, but you know, I hear Shawnee talk on the microphone. I'm getting that 100.3 pillow talk vibe. I think it drives all the ladies uh, crazy. He's got that little svelte <laughs> voice on the mic right now. Oh, now he's got a little bit of blush going on. <laughs> right. uh, is Victoria's uh, mother uh, watching right now? No, right. she's not. I don't think she knows about this. Oh, I don't think yeah. she needs to. Don't don't worry. <laughs> we can get her the YouTube video. She'll be able to watch and uh, you know go from there. So uh, now, how Shawnee, we're sticking with you because obviously you played in this game. How do you think? Uh, you know, we heard about them switching up the lines, everything like that. How do you think the Proctor being uh, gone affected their team? You can't understate how important he is. Um, I know for us last night, we knew that that was a must-win game for us. Um, you know, we're the number one seed. It's the best uh, two out of three series, and one of the best players in the league is gone on their team. So that's something we totally we can't blow it. Uh, you know, it's a game that we had to win. Um, and he's tough to replace. You know, there's no other player in the league that plays his style. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things where we all know that Sugar, who replaced him, is a great player. He's tough to stop. He's got a motor that just won't quit. But then again... When you haven't been playing with a team all year, you just don't have that chemistry, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Right. And yeah. Proctor and Antioch, they've been skating together for the past couple of years. I think um, even, too, like, if there was, because uh, they beat us on, like, I can remember them scoring a goal like this, where you have, like, that bomb pass, that Stardust, when he's behind the crease, like, all the way up yep. to center ice. with, And I didn't get to see a lot of the game. I saw about half of it, mm-hmm. and... uh there was like two different times they tried that like bomb pass up to sugar and it was just like just off a little yep. bit. And like, that's where that chemistry thing comes in. Mm-hmm. Who got the first goal for the, uh, the Americans was it sugar. I think it was sips. Sips got the goal. Yeah, so. it was, it was sips. Yeah. I believe you guys went up. Was it one? No, did they go up or you guys go? They up? went up. Yeah. And up. then, that's uh, right. Fister, he actually had a hat trick last night. Like did, you yeah. said, one of them was on an empty netter, but actually I'm going to give you all the credit for that empty netter because, uh, the Americans were on a power play at that time and yep. you were all over the ice. You knocked it free to actually get it up to Fister to be able to go and grab it. So you kind of did the dirty work that led to that empty netter. So I think that was a great job on your side of things. Well, thanks. It was, it was fun. Glad it ended well. I can't, and I, I can't stress enough. I didn't watch the whole game, obviously, because we were getting ready for our game, but I didn't notice that Dylan, you know, made a few good saves and, you know, the game was one, one at the time. And I believe, Sugar came down, uh, and it wasn't maybe a half breakaway, but uh, but Dylan's really bailed you guys out for making that game two to one. I don't know if anybody noticed it. I mean, maybe it was just the angle I was at because I was by the Zamboni doors. Sugar got uh, Dylan moving the wrong way, moving with him to the from to the from the right post to the left mm-hmm. post, and he put it back high in the left post, and Dylan just barely got a blocker on yep. it and put that to the side. I mean, that game if that goes in. You know, maybe an inch game. lower, an inch higher, then yep. you're, you know, then it's either a tie game or they're up by one. Completely different game. So I mean, again, Dylan did his part, right? He kept you. He kept the. He shut the door when he had to shut the door. Yep. Yeah. When you're in a tight game like that, it turns into one of those situations where if one team gets that dirty loose goal, even a goal, you start to tighten up. I mean, they got the lead. You guys were able to come back. It was still early, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But the longer that goes, 
the more you start to be like, are we going to get that goal? What's going to happen here? Who's going to be scoring that power? But luckily you guys, you guys have been a high scoring team all year. So that definitely helps as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what Pete was saying, when it's a low scoring game like that, any good or bad bounce can really change the direction of the game. And especially in playoffs, you know, first seed, fourth seed, doesn't matter. Now, did you guys have any strategy going into that game or was it kind of just just play the Seals game? Was it we're trying to lock on certain lines, we're trying to look for matchups, or were you guys worried about any of that side of things? Um, no, we we're just trying to play our game, um, you know, aside from Whoop, just making sure that Alan Z was out to guard Sugar instead of himself. Um, but yeah, no, I thought, you know, one thing I thought, um, I don't think we played our best last night. I thought we were maybe a little... One trickish, right? One, a little, yeah, a little bit more of a one trick pony yesterday, right? One trick and a little, yeah. maybe a little cocky, because we know, hey, we're the we're cocky seals number one right. going in, and they're missing Proctor, and so I think there's some of that. But um, no, we're going to be ready to go for next. Yeah, week. it's one of those things where we can't be too cocky, but at the same time, in your head, it's like, oh crap, we know Proctor's back next week, so we should we need to make sure we get this game because yep. of all of a sudden Proctor's back and we got to win two straight. We'd rather win, you know. One out of, you know, one out of two for, yeah, one out of three, I guess. No, no, no. Two games left. One out of right. two. 50% instead of 100% of the games remaining. Yep. I can't do math. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Can we mute, can we mute you at this point? Uh, <laughs> do you have points to mute me? I'm going to try, man. I, I'm going to work to me just type some gibberish here to get some points up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that'll work for me as well. So, uh, yeah, and then we're going to do things a tiny bit different this week. We're actually going to, instead of going on to the next game, we're going to look at game two of uh, the series because we're already talking about this. I'm going to go over to Pistol uh, real quick here. What do you think the keys are for the Americans next week? All right, so you put Proctor back in the lineup, right? So right away you have the familiarity as uh, as we've all you know, talked about and Shawnee was talking about too. So now you have the, the home run play in. In play, right? You have Star looking for Proctor. Proctor, no one Star is going to put it. So, I mean, the keys to the game for the Americans are going to be get Proctor going early, right? It's get him going early, get him going, going, get him skating, get shots on that right away. And what and what I, and the key to that is you need to get Dil, a goal on Dylan right away. You can't wait till the second. You can't wait till the third. You can't go down. You need to get in Dylan's face right off the bat and put one by him, Dylan. Dylan's a very good goalie. He makes a lot of fantastic saves. I mean, I see it on the Tuesday league. He's just shutting the door on guys that have no reason to be shut down. And Dylan's just throwing pads out, blockers out. He's pulling shit out of nowhere and making saves. You need to get a goal on Dylan right away, and you need to get make him uncomfortable like any other goalie. You get enough goals on him, not that they fall apart, but, you know, it makes the game a lot easier if you can get one or two, and then you kind of get in their heads a little, and, you know, they start second-guessing themselves, that kind of thing. If you let Dylan... Get comfortable, you know it's a tough it's a tough mountain to climb. But with the Americans, get Proctor going, shots on net, get in Dylan's face, and put a couple in early as quick as you can. And then, obviously, what's the key to stopping the seals? One's in the room, the other one uh, had a hat trick the first game. Stop them, and you got a good chance. Crunk, what do you what do you think uh, the keys are for the Americans coming up? For the Americans, yeah, it's all about getting Proctor moving and get him in the play. I mean. He can score in bunches just like Fister can. I mean, like you guys again, three three to one. Patrick by Fister. I mean, you that you could read that game script and just flip it the other way. It'd be three to one, uh, Proctor. You know, so uh, get him going, get him moving. Yeah, hear that feedback too. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Your your microphone, it might be some cords I might have to look at. It's giving yeah. a little bit of feedback. So we'll deal with it now, and then we'll uh, I'll look at it this weekend. Could be my magnetic personality. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think uh, for the Americans, obviously Proctor is back. We know that. We know what they've done all year. You know, Antioch, Proctor, they're a very good line. We know they kind of have the sips, wood, uh, that line as well. It's been pretty effective all year. They have a, you know, good defense. Obviously, Jay Flo is one of the top goalies in the league as well. I think a key for them is to not panic coming in and to play their game, play their lines, and not uh, overshoot things. Now, Shawnee, coming back over to you, knowing that Proctor's back, is it play the Seals game, change things up? Is there any thought of, I'm assuming the general is out, I guess, question one. Uh, to my knowledge, yes. And is Ruble your permanent sub type of deal? or? Um, he is for the time being. Is there any thought with him, you know, known as a defenseman with an MNL, possibly putting him back there, maybe moving an Alan Z who's still, you know, he's a quick skater. He's got a great shot. He can move the puck. Uh, is there any thought of messing with those lines as well? Um, not really. It hasn't really been a serious discussion doing that. Kind of one of the things that if it's working right now, let's not mess things up. Yeah. I think it's not really broken. So why try and fix it? That that is very fair as well. Um, now we'll kind of get to some of this a little bit into the next game, but there are rumors that Matt Taylor might not be playing coming up next week. Uh, sounds like he's been hurt. We'll talk about this some more. And there's also rumors that Fister might be the guy they're looking to call in for that. Is there any concern about Fister playing in that nine o'clock game and then playing for the Seals in the next game? Um, the answer is yes. Don't say anything else. Say yes. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not like going to tell him no. But I don't have any ulterior motives. I just trust myself to drive him nuts. Um, <laughs> if he wants to be tired for the 10 o'clock game, let him skate in the nine o'clock game. I, I mean, is there any, I mean, I, I don't think it would be out of line. Maybe I'm wrong. Never being a GM to be like, Oh, we prefer you not to skate. I don't know how that works in the ivory tower. I don't know how things go like that. You know, obviously you want subs to be fair. There are a lot of guys. There's the sugars, the Trents, the Serdas, all, all those guys that are, you know, very good players as well. Uh, obviously Fister is very good as well. But it's also like we need to concentrate on our playoff path. Is that any uh, has that been thought of at all? Um, not really. I mean, honestly, I think I saw it tonight. There's notice of it, so I haven't put a lot of thought into that. Those cocky seals, I tell you, but <laughs> cocky seals don't even think. About I mean, Fister's got the legs, so he he could skate both games. I, I was gonna say uh, he skated in that second skate uh, on the NHL rink and. He did not look slow at all. He was skating around people. He looked good. Uh, Pistol, how does a second skate, uh, how do you deal with that, or how do you feel? About him skating? No, when you when you have, if you do a back-to-back, do you I, feel a big difference between one game or the other? Do you feel like it really affects you? Do you feel like you can do it without any it ramification? I've done I've done enough back-to-backs this year, you know, because of my, my uh, draft status this year where I haven't had an issue. I mean, yeah, the next day hurts. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, my old body, if I don't put enough Ben Gay and, you know, and everything else through my body, it's, you know, it doesn't feel as good as it should. But, you know, then and there, I can, you know, I can play, I can still play two games. And I think a lot of the, 
a lot of the higher skill players can still do the two games. It's, but, you know, I mean, what it comes down to is it's pacing yourself, right? I mean, most of the times in regular season, if you're playing that first game for your non-team, you're not, I don't want to say you're not giving 110%, but you're also not putting yourself in situations where you're going to get hurt, you're going to get run over, you're going to tire yourself out. I mean, if you see like an icing, you're not going to go balls out to go get the puck. You know, let it be an icing. You're just going to conserve your energy. You're still going to play hard, but you know, you're going to be hopefully be smart about it so that you have the legs for the second game. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's, I know with me sometimes, and I feel like it's weird. Sometimes I feel better in the second skate. I don't know if my legs have just loosened up. I don't know if that's something of being an old man. Um, I know for me, it's really tough to say, oh, my team's playing the 10 o'clock game. I'm going to take it easy in game one. And I, I actually know there's been times a few times where I've subbed and I've actually subbed in the second game and had my game in the first where it's like, my legs feel like crap. I feel like crap this most of the game. And the second game, it's like, I feel great. I don't know if it's just warming up your legs, whatnot. So it's a difficult thing. Crunk, do you have any experience in any of this? I was going to say, I've, I've actually feel the same way. Like it feels like sometimes in the second game, like the right at the beginning, it feels hard to get, like get back into it again for a minute. Cause you've been off for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, but yeah, I feel fine in the second game. Like, I almost feel better at times, like you were saying. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that can be that can be a challenge there. So, I don't uh, know. Can I add? Of course. I think Proctor would be a good sub at 9 o'clock. <laughs> <Adam, laughs> he would be a good sub, but he's not allowed to. He's first overall, oh, Matt Taylor. Oh. Ah. You will the, not do the North wish. Stars want to allow that? Uh, no, follow the rules. There's North no Stars follow the rules. Troy would let that down. No, but I mean, the point you're bringing up, and I think, because I was going to go the same way too, Fister would be a good sub for the 9 o'clock game, but the problem is, again, you guys are up by one. Do you want to take, do you want a chance at having the Americans tie the series and go to a third game, winner take all, or do you want to try to close it out next week? And if the answer is, I want to close it out next week, you say, you know what, Fister, as much as I trust you to be able to play two games, Sit your ass down at nine o'clock, enjoy the show, and play at ten. Right. That, that's where I go. That's where I would go with it as a GM. Now, if you put him in there to play, that's fine. He'll be out there. I'll abuse him as best I can, not to hurt him. Right. But I'm there to win a game, and if he's in my way or if he's coming down the ice, I will abuse him. Right. I mean, but, you know, and he's going to know better than anyone else right. how he's going to feel in the second game. So maybe yeah. that first game will help him get his legs under him for the second right. game. You know, that's you know, you, you got to just know your own body and how you're going to do it and correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't, I think it might be Ty. He's been one of the biggest Ty and Troy have been some of the biggest advocators of, Hey, we're not scared of having Proctor sub against us. We're, we're good with that. If, if a case like this happens, we would probably do that. So, uh, again, I don't think, you know, I think the, the one time we said no to Proctor was, I think when we said we want to get that number two seed with everything else is going on with the North stars. And we said, look, we're trying to get that two seed. We're not going to chance anything. We're not going to roll the dice with a hot proctor right now. We want the two seed. We would let it play out as is, and, you know, we wanted to get that. I, in the playoffs, I don't think we want to do it either, but I trust Ty and Troy, and I think they trust me that if I had to go up again, head to head with them, I can hold my own. I mean, I think that's kind of where it comes down to is, like, they trust the lineup we have that we can handle whoever they throw at us. And then, obviously, um, since we're talking about Fister being like, oh, we want him to be fresh and everything like that. The Americans are facing elimination. Do you really want your top guy playing the game before when you know if you lose, you're done? 
So that would be the other thing is if they actually officially let them play, it'd be tough to be like, okay, he can play. This is his sub chance. And now he's coming into our game. He's not as fresh as he normally is. And we possibly lose. I mean, exactly. I mean, I don't think the seals and Americans want their top guys tired at all. And, and not only tired, but God forbid something stupid happens in a game, right? That you somebody runs into somebody, just something completely accidental. Because none of us are trying to hurt anybody right. out there. We're not going after people. But if something shitty happens to somebody out there and then they're hurt for the next game or they can't play, then, you know, what happens there? I don't think anybody wants that. Personally, I think the best bet is you go outside. You go look at the other, the other uh, two teams, the other three teams that aren't playing and pick their top guys to play. But again, I'm not the Tigers management. I'm not the SEALs management. They can do what they want to do. We'll be ready to play next week. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation yep. for all teams involved. I mean, exactly. obviously the Tigers, they're missing their number one guy. Yeah, that that definitely is not a fun thing, and uh, no one's going to like that for sure. But uh, I think our next thing would be then, obviously, is the Tigers versus the North Star series. Uh, we did get a voicemail from Mr. Ty Otto, so... Uh, before we get into the details of this, let's play this real quick. <laughs> I am He-Man, Prince of the North Stars and Defender of the Secrets of the North Stars. There is Troy, my fearless friend. Fabulous powers were revealed to me the day I held up my magic twig and said, by the power of the North Stars, I have the power! Troy became the mighty sniper, and I became the He-Man, the most powerful man in MNL. Only three others share this secret. Our friends Pistol Pete, Doc Hollywood, and Geo. Together, we defend the Castle North Star from the evil forces of the Tigers. He-Man! All right. Ty's been drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's Ty Otto's message. Uh, just for a little back uh, story there, Ty, obviously he tried to do some kind of production there. He can't actually call the whoop line and leave a message. I just get a text message from him saying, here's an audio message, please read. And then it's also in some kind of weird audio file that I don't know where it is, where I have to do some kind of weird Google that says convert this VRS or whatever it is into a, into an MP3, load it into a website. So for all I know is I have a virus on my computer now from doing that. But, you know, for... Uh, There's heat high. The Hitai, yeah. The if, he you, if you noticed in Slack, Ty did post a nice little message of him in He-Man. He's kind of going along those lines, but uh, we always appreciate the call. I found it was pretty entertaining, so. I think he left out a shout-out to Joey Ellis. He had a couple nice goals last night. Uh, apparently, Joey Ellis isn't part of his secret uh, about his powers. No, no, no. The Joey Ellis runs, gave him the powers. Oh, is, is that He gave it? him the magic twig. So I didn't even actually get to state it. Last night's game was um, 8-2 for the North Stars. Uh, like we talked about earlier, there was a game at the NHL ice as well. I was playing in that. I actually tried to jump off a couple minutes early to come look at the game. Walked over 8-2. to 
just kind of like, oh, oh, well, just pretty much turned right back around and uh, decided to get a beer and uh, take a shower. So we noticed that, too. We did laugh on the bench. Yeah, it was disappointing. So uh, when, uh, for the winners, let's start with Pete. Kind of give us your rundown of this game. All right. So very quickly, I mean, the game couldn't have started worse off for us. I mean, I think, I think it was like 20 seconds in the game and we win the draw or we win the draw right to Matt Taylor. Matt Taylor comes on the, the, the left wing boards, throws it to the middle, hits Ben. Marvin decides it wasn't going fast enough to Riley, so he hits it even harder and puts a five-hole on Riley, so we're down by a goal right <laughs> off the bat. Wait, goal by Marvin? Goal by Marvin. No, nice. I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. Ask Marvin t- next week. He said the puck wasn't going fast enough to Riley, so he helped it along. So, and then, you know, so that, and so we're down one off, and the very next shift, Ty, and he, Ty, goes out with the, as Prince, uh, Prince Ty, right? Prince Otto, you know, sort of like the, the candy ass, and couldn't, couldn't hold a puck on a stick to save his life. And, you know, then, and I think that was about the only weaknesses we had in that game. After that, after about, after that second shift, we kind of all, you know, took a deep breath on the, the bench and we came out and, yeah, he, Ty got the first goal and then we just kept popping him in. I think, you know, by, by the end of the period, we're either up two to one, three to one. By the end of the second, we were up six to one and we finished, and then we got up to seven to one before the Tigers scored. And even that was kind of like a gimme kind of goal. I think it was a bad angle from Ben. And then we popped in the eighth. Um, you know, there, it was just one of those games, right? I mean, we got up early and we just didn't let up the gas. I think Ben had the greatest analogy after the game on the party deck. He was saying it kind of reminded him of, um, you know, before they mute me, they kind of reminded him of like little brother, big brother type deal where like little brother gets a And this is direct quote from Ben. He said like, well, you know what? Your little brother gets a couple good shots on you. Pops in your mouth, and you get as the big brother, you get pissed off, and you just beat the shit out of him. That's what he said. It reminded him of, but yeah, I mean, and I don't want to run on too long. I mean, there was really not much to say. We had a good game on the North Star side, pretty complete. Um, and you know, one second, Crook, I'll let you in. But I mean, just kind of a couple stats. I mean, a couple of things. Every one of our forwards scored last night. We had eight goals. We had only we had six different goal scores. Our uh, Ellis had two, Geo had two, and then the rest of the forwards all had one. And I think Marvin popped in a couple assists too. So out of our ten skaters, seven seven had points last night. So, I mean, I, we just had a very good game. Ellis did fantastic again. I mean, I'm I'm commending both Troy and Ellis. They made my job super easy on the first line. All I do is stand with Matt, Matt Taylor because they were scoring goals. I didn't have to do much. Yeah. Ellis had a great hustle play to get his second goal. Well, not a second goal. Get Troy's goal. He made that whole play happen on the boards. You know his own. Uh, Dump out from the zone, chasing down, beating Hedis of the puck, doing a wraparound, then Troy finishing the garbage, and then throwing the people's elbow on uh, Hedis just for good measure. But yeah, yeah, and I I don't know before we go over to Crunk, was that Ty's first goal postseason slash regular season of the year? I don't know if that was the case. We should have grabbed the puck for him, but I think that might have been. Rob, the that referee been, did offer. Yeah, he did. Okay, <laughs> it must have been. I I mean, I was surprised it was Ty to be honest with you, but he was. Ty, I think Ty popped in. I don't know what his final stat line was, but I think he had a goal and at least an assist. He was he was uh, hustling his ass off, kind of like we were talking about the whoopie whoop, right? Where him, he's been playing a little harder lately and you know trying to do his uh, do his thing. Ty had a pretty good game last night. He was busting his ass off, and yeah, proud of the guy. He did good. And then the other big thought there was uh, Ellis. He was supposed to miss, from what my understanding, and Ike was. was supposed to be taking his spot. So with him kind of last second being able to make the game and then scoring two goals, that is huge. You ain't kidding. And not, now, not to say that 
Ike wouldn't have done good for the team or scored or did anything. But when you have a player come in and score two goals, it's hard to say he's replaceable. Right. And, and we don't know what Ike would have done, but it's what we said earlier with Proctor. Ellis is our winger with me. You know, Ellis is my winger. You know, me and Troy, he's been playing a fantastic game ever since that trade. Ellis has been, I mean, Ellis has been kind of the anchor in that line. I mean, I hate to say it. You can look at me, you can look at Tris, oh yeah, Sniper, Troy, or P- Pistol Pete, but Ellis has been the glue on that line. He's been busting his ass off, getting in good positions, making good passes, and finishing the damn puck. And one thing I noticed with him when he's been scoring goals, they have been, they have not been little chintzy flip shots. They, every time he puts that puck on end, if it goes by the goal, you see that net, that net like pops back about a half a foot every time. I mean, he puts something on that shot every yeah, he, time. That, he can that, rip it. That guy has always had a shot. It's Yeah. He's always one of those players that's a, a pain in the ass, it feels like, to defend. He, you know, he's kind of a chippy player. He'll get in your face, kind of push you a little bit. And plus, he's got a shot where there'll be times even where it feels like you're defending him pretty well. And he'll just snipe it. It goes in the top corner and you're just like, crap. Uh, Ty does claim he had a goal this year. He also claims he had a sub goal. We all know sub goals don't count. Uh Kind of the peso rule that peso didn't have goals until whatever week it was, but he had I had sub goals. Nobody, you had no goals. Uh, Crunk, let's kind of move over to you real quick. Uh, Tough game. I know how it was last week's podcast. I had to go through the same thing, but at least it's a three-game series, so you have next week as well. That's true. As uh, I think Ben put it, or it was either Ben or actually had us in our team chat, basically said it doesn't really matter if we lost that game by 10 goals or one goal. Um, It's still a loss either way, so... Uh, ben, ben said last night we're in the same spot really that we were to start the series. We still need two wins, so we just got to go get them. Yeah, as soon as the horn went off, it's 0 0. Right? Yeah, it was a weird feeling game, too. I mean, it was like 20 seconds into the game, we're like, hell yeah, this game's gonna go our way. Like a fluky goal <laughs> like that, we're like, all that shit they were talking, like, oh yeah, this is good. And then three minutes later, it wasn't so good and it got worse as the game went on. So. Yeah, yeah, that that is definitely a horrible feeling. So I, like I said, I can relate last, or yeah, I guess it was last week. The Whalers kind of had the same thing as well. Um, now, Matt Taylor, obviously we're hearing he's out. I was hearing it looked like he was hurting pretty good during the game or his elbow was bothering him, and it was just one of those situations. Yeah, you could tell he wasn't 100%. Like, he, he, he wasn't as strong on the puck as he normally was. Uh, it looked like he was, like, favoring his arm, even just skating in between the uh, you know, in between plays, just uh, he he didn't look like he had the same legs underneath him. Like you could tell, it was definitely bugging him. There was a couple times towards the in the second half of the game, uh, he just had random fall, normal hockey fall. Uh, you'd see him land on his elbow and he'd skate off. So it it was definitely bugging him last night. He definitely wasn't what I've seen playing with him for the last couple months. Yeah, that's that's never fun, and obviously we don't want anybody to get more hurt. Uh, Pete being out there. Did you see much different with uh, Matt Taylor compared to what he normally does? Could you tell it looked like he was hurting? Or you, you know what? We've all played through injuries. I've I said this last the last time I was on. I I know that that elbow injury he has. I have an elbow injury too. You know, with with bursitis and stuff like that. If I hit it, it'll split open and bleeding, inflate, and I still have to play on it. His if it's like a staph infection type deal, if it's like infected. It hurts a hell of a lot more, and I know it's bugging him. My father won't have the same thing. Now, could I tell if he was hurt? I'm sure he wasn't feeling 100%, but elbow doesn't equal legs. He was still skating. He may not have been had the power on the stick or the shot, but he was still trying to skate out there pretty hard. And, you know, you can get, you can thank Troy with his uh, 
you know, uh, copyrighted uh, dessert swarm. We weren't going to let Matt Taylor do anything out there. End the story. I don't care if he was 100% or 5%. He was not going to do anything out there, and that was my job. That's why I was happy that Ellis and Troy popped in three goals between them. I was not going to let him do anything. I th- ben- and you were locked on him all night. Also. He, well, yeah, that's what I do in the playoffs. <laughs> the regular season's regular season. Now it's the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, you know he's their top guy. You know you got to shut him down. You, yeah, to you be have fair, to. they do have other guys that can score, but you know he's the main guy you need to worry about. Right, and don't and don't make it sound like oh you know I pulled some heroic bullshit oh. and didn't stop because he still had he still had a beautiful shot that Riley made a goddamn spectacular save on that he actually got yelled at by Joey Cube saying he knocked the net off and he's like how else am I going to make that save coming across but regardless and I think uh, I mean Taylor still made a couple of really good took a real, couple of really good shots on that. So it's not like he didn't get the chances, but, you know, throughout a course of a game, if you limit him, like if you limit Sean, you limit Fister, you limit Proctor, you know, you, your percentages start going up because you're not giving them the five or six shots a game. You're only giving them one or two, and they have to score on those. And if they don't, you know, I'd like to take those odds. If you only give them one shot a game, they're more than likely not going to score on the only shot they get. For sure. Yeah, and uh, so moving into next week, obviously it's do or die for the Nordiques. Or... Actually, real quick. I think they died a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, they, they're dead. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we're missing one of our, our favorites this week, uh, Mr. Hedis. How was Mr. Hedis's reactions throughout the game? Tantrum. The goalie tantrum, I think. I think I saw a stick throw. I saw him getting pissed off, raising his hands at, over a non-call that wasn't a call. No, they actually called it, but he was still complaining about it. I think it was a goalie tantrum. I think he I think he was pissed off that the game was going the way it was and anything he tried to stop was going through him. We all have games like that. Crunk, I don't want to throw you under the bus, so I'm not going to have you answer this. Shawnee, I'm sure you saw some of the game. How 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 was Hedis's emotions in this game? Um like Pete said, not great. Um but I mean that you know, every, I think every team is going to have a game like that you know, at least once or twice a year. Right. And it sucks when it happens in the playoffs. But, um, and it, it's one of those games where we can tell early on the wheels are just falling off and this is not our night. And it sucks when that happens, especially in the playoffs. So I, like, yeah. like uh, the, the North Stars Seals exactly. game, right? Yep, about a month right. ago or so. and Or some of the other North Star games from the years past when you have the autos breaking down and going, you know, ape shit on the bench. Right, and where it, it feels it like happens. every shot's going in, that you can't right. do anything right, and it, it sucks, right. but yeah. Right. I mean, even Troy was starting to get heated at the beginning of that game when shit wasn't going right. He was starting to, like when on Riley's save, he started yelling at, you know, uh, Sikorsky about, you know, ah, you got to be in position. It's like, you know, just settle down. Mm-hmm. The save was made. We're okay. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, try to calm the troops down. I mean, it, it, we all have those games. Yep. I mean, and it's not that Hedis is, you know, a petulant child or anything like that. It's just he had a goalie tantrum. Goalies have those type of games and they get pissed off and they start breaking shit. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes. And it's a it's a tough thing. I know for me, I'm usually I blame myself for most things when it comes to whenever I'm on defense and a goal scored. I'm usually like, oh, it's probably my fault. All oh, my teams are looking at me like that. But every once in a while, there are goals where I think, oh, it's this guy's fault or that guy's fault. I know personally, I don't try to blame it on people right there because it's it's such a th- tough thing as a team. Like, do you say something to a guy? Do you try to give? Hey, you should have done this here. They're still going to take that negative. Do you lose your cool? 
it's not easy. I think we've all been in every one of those situations on how you handle those. And it's not easy because in a lot of ways you want someone who's going to care more than the person who's going to rub it off as well. You get those people who just don't care in some ways you are pissed because you're like, dude, I want you to try harder. I want you to do that. But at the same time, I think we've seen times and Troy's cool with this where Troy's yelling at the ref, yelling at this person, yelling at that person. And it becomes like, dude, let's, let's chill a little bit too. Just cut so your losses. It's, it's, it's one of those things of like, what, what's the proper middle uh, point there? And how do you handle that? Yeah. Well, you know, the point of where the, the proper way is you can vent. Even if you're starting to throw shit and get violent, there's, it's kind of a little overboard. Like J- I go back to Joey beans, right? Those poor sticks of his, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i've been there before uh i've definitely goals of winning i've wanted to do that and luckily i've been able to stop myself kind of mid like bringing the stick up of just thinking of dollar signs in my head of like nope it's not worth it it's stupid why are you doing that but uh obviously next week kind of where i was going into before we have a do or die game for the tigers we're not 100 percent sure there's rumors about fister coming in maybe not maybe so uh, what do you think crunk the key adjustments are as of right now for the Tigers? Again, assuming that we don't know what's going to happen with Matt Taylor. So if he's in or he's not, we've played a lot of games without Matt Taylor this year. Like he missed a lot of games on top of the injury. So this, it's not like something new or this is definitely something that we've dealt with. I mean, you've subbed with us a bunch of times, right? I mean, yeah, I have, I can't do it next week. Sorry. No, you sure. <laughs> Just play both ways. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Give me a penny. I'll switch on and off. <laughs> that, that, that's a bold strategy. We're bringing in Pete and Mickey and then bringing the sub. So, I mean, it, we, we've had a lot of subs, I mean, for Matt. So, I mean, I, I'm sure we're going to mix some things up. Uh, it seems like depending which sub we get, we mix mix lines up, mix positions up. So, we'll uh, I think we'll be fine either way. Shawnee, what do you think the Tigers need to do? You're kind of the neutral party before we go over to Pete. Is there anything, and I think you saw some of the game, at least in between the games. Is there any glaring stuff that you saw that maybe the Tigers could do to adjust and kind of improve their chances? Um, I mean, it's hard to learn anything useful from last night's game, to be honest. Um, the way things just fell apart so early on. Um, but I think just, you know, they, they've had a, a pretty good season. And so I think just, um, you know, going back to what made them successful this season and, um, you know, making smart plays defensively. I know a lot of the, a lot of uh, miscues last night in their own zone, which resulted in bad turnovers, which were, uh, you know, converted into goals. So I think just avoiding those type of plays uh, will go a long way. Yeah, and I, I think there's the point, and I think we would all agree, where things get out of hand. It's easy to make it get out of hand even more. You know, you get the, someone like the North stars who you're getting up, you're scoring goals. You kind of, it's easier to turn it on. It's easier to turn it off for the other team. You kind of accept what's going to go on because let's face it at a certain point, you're down seven, one, you pretty much know you're not coming back. Any key points that you see, I don't know. You probably don't want to give a strategy, or even just key points on the North Stars of what you guys need to do next week to close yeah. out the series. You know, actually, I was kind of distracted there. Bertuzzi just took a two hand, took a cross check to the mouth. It was pretty ridiculous. Is that when he threw his glove at a guy? No, as no, well? that was Subban. I'm sorry, I got way off tangent there. Uh, the, the, that moron right there, whatever his name is, Matt Hayden, came in and gave uh, Bertuzzi a cross check right to the chin, and then you know, then the fight ensued, and then uh, 
Subban was an idiot, then Bertuzzi's going to go after him, I think. But the game's almost over, so we don't see a fight. North Star strategy, very quickly. Um, no, we don't change a damn thing. We don't change a damn thing. I mean, the only thing we would do is don't give up a goal in 30 seconds. <laughs> right? I mean, we got to come out with the same fire. I mean, the game is 0-0. Get on Hedis early. I mean, that's going to be the key. Hedis is going to be thinking about those eight goals he just gave up, and he's going to be he's going to be mentally prepared to play a hell of a game. You, I think Hedis, every time he's given up a lot of goals, he bounces back with a really strong game. I think he always does that. You know, he puts on West Side Story, puts on the jacket, starts snapping his fingers and gets ready to go. Um, but, you know, I think the key for us is going to be once we once that drop of the puck, whoever we're facing, you know, whoever we have to see, whether it's Fister, whether it's you, Shawnee, Serta, Fam, whoever, Sugar, get going early. Don't let the sub take control of the game and get shots on Hedis, get by that defense and just get shots and traffic in front and try to put another one or two past Hedis and try to control the game from the get go. That, that is uh, fair. Uh, super quick, I did miss this with our points. We can read stuff out loud. Uh, this message looks like it's coming from Mr. Jeremy Drager. Uh, whoop, it's me, your favorite pro. Whooper, uh, Panny, speaking to you via fucking Piercy of all people. Would you make me the happiest team captain ever? Uh, would you please sub for the K-Falks tomorrow night? Will you bless us? With your smoke. Is that, pace, is that a request of Pace? That, that's from Panny. And I'm just going to say love Panny at the end. So uh, looks like we're trying to get Whoop to sub for us with all his goodness and graciousness. Like I said, uh, I just saw Whoop actually put a yes as well. I feel like this is kind of a proposal engagement. Um, congratulations to everybody. So it's a podcast first. Uh, not for reading stuff for as far as a commitment Proposals. from one person to another, I would say, uh, yes. Uh, again, whoop just said he will bring beers tomorrow as well. Like we talked about earlier in the podcast, one way to be able to sub for teams a lot is to bring beers a lot as well. Beers and smoke. So I do apologize to the fans out there. It looks like that actually was placed 36 minutes ago and I just didn't notice it. Paying attention to the conversation, but it'd be really funny. Who's a Babel KD? I don't know who is this Babel KD. I believe that is uh, Mr. Chad. If that's Chad, Chad's late. I already said that uh, Shawnee has that svelte voice. Sounds like it's a hundred point three pillow talk, driving all the ladies (laughs) crazy right before they go to bed. I mean, I already mentioned that Chad. If that's was you, it, was it uh, Alan Aldred? Was that his name? I don't know what his name was. I just Alan remember. Aldred. I just nah, remember, yeah, Alan yeah, I just remember he had that nice little deep voice, smooth deep voice. You know, that's what we had. Shawnee sounds like on the podcast. I mean, we're gonna get at least thirty more subscribers by tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Make sure to. Oh, what what really happened is we'll we'll start putting some YouTube videos out there just with the camera facing at Shawnee, that's some right. Instagram videos. He could be the segue. He should actually do the intro to, to Monday Night Monday Night Lights podcast. Get rid of so, the song and put him to start talking. Whoa, whoa! People <laughs> people love the song. I love the song. See, I didn't say everybody does. I just said people. You know, one, two, I don't know what the technic- technicality <laughs> of people is. I love the song. Shawnee loves the song. That's got to at least be people. So yep. uh, quick thing since we're, uh, you know, one of the things right now is we have only four games going on. Uh, it makes it harder for the length of the podcast to go into what it normally is, but it doesn't matter as long as it's kind of what people like. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, accusations, I would say, today in Slack about the Nordiques. And the North Stars collusion theory of did last year the North Stars gift 
the Nordiques that trade to essentially get one and two overall, knowing that a favor would have to re- be returned at a later time. And the Pistol Pete trade happened this year as the return. Uh, I'm not going to go over to Pistol because he's involved in this. Shawnee, do you buy any of this? No, I don't think there's a direct uh, conspiracy. I just think, uh, honestly, it was probably bad management on uh, the Nordiques' part. I think you traded away two players who were, uh, you know, they they sold low on two great players, which, uh, you know, I think is a mistake. But I, I, I understand why they did it at the time. But, um, no, I mean, you you know, everyone knows who Geo and Pistol are and what they're capable of. Yeah, it's uh, one of those cases of, it's almost like the Ducks. People were seeing the Ducks this year. They were saying, you guys are at the bottom. You guys aren't doing good. Is it better to make a move or to stand pat? And they stood pat where you could say the Nordiques, they decided to roll the dice and see if it would help on their team. Crunk, yeah. are you buying any of these theories? No, I don't think there's any collusion. I mean, it could have been like desperation, but not like collusion. Like just trying to mix things up, try to like get this like you said, the Ducks didn't make a move and they missed, and the Deeks did make a move and barely made it in, right? I mean, so. I think we're just salty. It's the North Stars. Yeah, probably. I mean, we were salty last year, but the North Stars still had a, I think the North Stars had the best record last year, didn't they? Or they had, like, the highest, like, I mean, they won 12 in a row last year, giving away that first-round pick. That was last year, right? Was it? I thought the Deeks were the number one team last year. They were the number one team, but I thought the, the what am I mistaken? That I thought the the stars went on a run, or maybe it was a year before. I thought yeah. the stars did pretty good last year too, though. Regardless. They were. I mean, the, the stars, stars were, were in the finals weren't bad, last year. bad in yeah. any way as of last year. Obviously, it went right. to the final game possible in there, so you could say that trade worked for either team. Just people were throwing out there. Kind yeah. of needed a subject to kind of just convenient. bring up real quick. It was very convenient. I mean, when that when when uh, Panny put that uh, text out uh, to Maki, or that when he posted it on Slack, it did look kind of convenient. It was like, oh yeah. Maybe we should hire Sips as do the Mueller investigation. I mean, he'll be thorough about it. But, um, you know, if you're on a political channel, you understand. But anyways. Uh, I would advise no one. I've never been in there. Don't go in the political channel. No, don't channel. go in there. Don't go in there. It, it's a shit show. But it's a fun shit show. You know, you, you get a good laugh. Also um, want to give a quick shout out to young TR7 for uh, now following the MNL channel. We always appreciate that. Yeah. Trying to get to that 100 mark as well. All right. How and, many are we at? I have no clue. Okay. You know, I was going to add one one thing, though, to the collusion, though, because, I mean, I'm not in the war room. I wasn't in the trade room, you know, with uh, Koner and Panny, but I had been in their ear for about the last uh, three or four games before the trade, and I had been mentioning to Panny that, you know, the biggest problem that the Deeks were having was coming out the zone. It was too slow, right? You know, we had our defensemen, Brennan, Dougie, and uh, Sukes, Sukes, and, and then Gama, too, because he was playing D at the time. You know, the biggest complaint I had was that we're not moving the puck fast enough out the zone. We're getting possession. We're getting getting you know getting guys open on the forward side, but the defensemen were waiting about two seconds too long to move the puck, and it was costing the forwards at the time. Me, Fem, Kimmel, being able to come out the zone quick enough with speed so that we can catch most of the most of these guys, you know, with a, with an odd man rush or something like that. We had we were forced to stop and wait for the puck to come to us. So I kept telling you know Drago, like we need to get some defensemen in here that can move the puck. We need to change things around. Kimmel requested to play D. I requested to play D just to help it out. You're not a defenseman, Pete. I've actually seen you back there. I thought you'd be good at it, but uh, you weren't. You played you goalie one time man? for the Worms, man. You I played did. great. I can play good defense. Sixth, third defenseman yeah. back there. Yeah, I can play good D. I just like to score goals. But, but yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't yeah. think that uh, 
Drager and Cone no, would actually me. do. After, I, I don't. I don't after think they I would. Told them what they're doing. They traded me. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think they would do any collusion either. I. Uh, well, they got rid of them. I think they have too much pride in doing that. But I, yeah. I think it's a fun theory just to kind of joke about and everything. Stir the pot. Well, they they made it. They made. They took a gamble. They, that's all it was. They took a gamble. I mean, they traded me for Judge. That was the trade. And then the, the you know Troy was able to to you know get get Geo too. Right, he was able to get Geo. He kind of played the game of hey, they're close to you know draft positions. I mean, I think me and Judge was the main trade. Geo was just a bonus, and not that Geo wasn't a good player you want, but you know being able to pull Geo too really made that trade kind of a real lopsided trade. Because after that, I mean, we saw I posted the records earlier. You know, the Deeks I only think only got two wins, one in OT, while we went on that uh, eight and zero eight and zero run the rest of the way after the trade. You know, and then. You know, the Ellis trade, too. You know, sorry, we like your crunk, but, you know, the Ellis did a lot more for them, I guess. Hey, that. let's let's be fair. It's the best out of three. We're going to say that trade is still be determined on there. I'm talking about what I'm talking about the regular season production. I'm not talking about postseason production. Postseason production means nothing. It's best of best. Best of two wins. At the end of the day, I don't care if you guys go 8-0, 9-0 in the regular season post-trade. If you guys don't get it done in the playoffs, it doesn't really matter oh, in the end. So. I, compl- I completely 100%. agree with that, 100%. It doesn't matter what the hell you do in a regular season if you can't put it together in the playoffs. I'm just using the regular season. That's why I didn't say 9-0. I said 8-0. That, that, that is fair. Um, you guys did have some overtime wins and anything, but when it really comes no, down, if it comes down to it, though... You know, if it's in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. That marks you for a victory to win that series. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it doesn't always help 100% with the points in the regular season. But in the playoffs, if you go to overtime and you win that, that's all that matters. Yeah. A win is a win is a win. So, you know, you guys have right. been very impressive. And actually, I just thought of something. I'm going to actually, we'll, we'll go around real quick. So we have, and I'm going to skip the people involved in the games. So we have the Americans. So he's talking only. (laughs) (laughs) We have the Americans versus the Seals tomorrow or next Monday. Uh, Crunk, who do you have in that game? Americans. Pete, who do you, who are you thinking? I, I want, I want to say the Americans, but I don't know. Given the seals, given the seals a one nothing lead, I I kind of think it's it's a toss up. I gotta say, I, it's a push for me. I, I can't see any any team pulling out. We'll see what Proctor does in the first period. I'll let you know. Are you asking about the series or the, the game? Just the next game. Well, the next, well, next, well, game. The game to next week, which could lead to the end of the series type of thing. But we didn't when we talked about <laughs> next week's games. I don't. We I think we actually did predictions. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with seals. I got the feeling they're closing it out. And obviously, like I said, we're not going to go towards the people that are involved in the game. So I'm not going to do Shawnee. So I'm going to take the Seals as well. I predicted them last week to actually take the series. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a fire under your guys' ass to get it done this coming week. If you don't. Or smoke, at least. There's always smoke. There's always smoke. There's going to be fire in the Americans' ass, too, though. Yeah. So they're going to come out hot. I think there's going to be fire under America under the Americans ass as well. Obviously Proctor, he's got his reputation of winning the cup the last three years. He, you know, the fourth would also be a great effort on his side of things. Does he have the Aspen hangover though? That, that is Mm. fair. Uh, I feel like if the seals don't get it done this week, that turns into the whole, Oh crap. Like kind of clinching those butt cheeks, like stuff happens. Like they need to get it done this week. I feel like 
almost more fire, more pressures on them this week than almost the Americans are. So I'm going to pick them to win. And then in turn, we have the Tigers versus the North Stars. Like I said, you two involved in the game. I expect you to pick your own team. If not, I look down on you. Shawnee, coming over to you. Give us your analysis on that game coming up. Um, I got to pick the North Stars. I think they're just, they're hot. Um, watching them last night, I mean, it was total domination. They have, I mean, their two lines, uh, both of them could be a first line on any other team. It's And it's tough to match that. Yeah, over to me, I'm going to do what Troy doesn't want me to do. I'm going to take the North Stars this coming week. I'm going to say they're going to get it done, and I'm going to say they're going to take that series to the finals. Uh, We're going to put the Tigers as the underdogs. God damn you. Hey, like I said, <laughs> Troy, Troy consistently says, you just don't believe in us. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. I thought Grandma Gio was going to give us a call the tonight. Apparently, apparently the time zone got to her. She's probably asleep before she remembered to do that. But I'm going to go a sweep on both sides. If that is the case, I have already confirmed that there won't be a bye week. We'll just go straight into those finals instead of the three games, which will be interesting if we don't. I would assume that, you know, we'd have a nine o'clock game. If one team sweeps and the other team doesn't, I'm assuming the nine o'clock game would be the team that's the real thing. Kind of go into that. Obviously, I think priority would be to make sure that that other team that advanced to the final would get a skate in to make sure they stay fresh because that's Mm -hmm. only fair and continue on into the NHL ice for the other teams that are available, which all seems fair to me because to me, priority goes to every team that is still alive and still in the playoffs. We want to be fair to them. I mean, yeah, definitely don't want to take that week off if you get it. Um, I think it really throws off your rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I, that was the one thing we were scared about with uh, the bye week. We we wanted the bye week because of Geo wanted to get him healthy and stuff like that. You know, and even Math to get him healthy. Um, but we were scared about the bye week. You know, that's why we had a little scrimmage with you guys, yep. making sure to keep the legs kind of fresh and stuff like that, but not overdoing it so we don't. You know, he didn't get hurt or anything like that. But that was always that's always a fear. You yep. come out flat, and we showed it. We did come out flat. Granted, it only took about a, about four minutes to get going, but right. but again, that was sloppy. Yep. You know, and and no matter what you guys are predicting, again, I know Kronk, I know us too on the North Star side, we're taking a very cautious approach the next week. That's great. You guys got the one zero lead. We got the one zero lead. That helps us out. But there's no slacking. There's no looking nope. down on your opponent because you know it's what do they say? You know, once you got a dog in a corner like that, right? That's one of the most uh, the most scary, right? When That's you got what a I was thinking. Cornered. We have a we have a cornered proctor. So. Yeah. Exactly. Got to be careful. It's going to be tough. So I said, us with the lead, we, we're in the driver's seat. We're not going to, we're going to hopefully not let you guys breathe. We'll keep our foot on your throat and keep it that way. But, you know, and it's anybody's game still. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Troy, just for the record, he claimed his Twitch broke. And then he said, did really, did Piercy really pick the North Stars? Yes, I did, Troy. So uh, you might be a little bit sad about that, but you'll have to deal with it. Maybe I'll, maybe for the fun of it, I'll just pick you the rest of the way. It's kind of that karma curse. I don't know. <laughs> No, no, no karma curse. This is a different North Stars team. Right. Well, I, don't, I don't believe in karma or luck or anything Have you like heard that. Troy yell yet? Uh, ever or recently? This, this playoff. Have you heard Troy get out of, bent out of shape yet? This play, you mean from yesterday? But in the last eight, nine games, have you heard you Troy said, could get pissed off at anything? Yes. In Troy fashion? Yeah. I haven't heard him at all. He's been quiet. He's been an angel. Is Troy's quiet like, is Troy's quiet like pesos yelling. Uh, is that the definition? No, there, no, no. Troy's been quiet. Troy's been a Troy's been an angel. He hasn't been getting anybody's case. Everybody's been happy in that room. Oh, you mean like 
the yelling and breeding your own players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, not the other team. The other team means it's allowed. No, that's completely allowed. No. Nah. That, that, that is more than fair. So, yeah. uh, you know, obviously we have at minimum one more week going for round two. It probably would be exciting if both games went to round three, but some teams might not like that, obviously. Then we go on to the finals. Then, I don't know, I'm assuming we have one week or so between spring or something to that realm, but either way, I don't know how long we have ice for. If you're available for those open ice in the NHL, it's always fun to get those skates and stay in shape, just stay on the ice and stay fresh. You know, make sure you jump out. I know last week I did offer to sit out just to try to say if we were over 20 guys, I was willing to sit out because that is a pain in the ass, but... uh. And with the podcast, I try to watch some of the games as well. So I have some things to say about that, but it's always a good time. Fun skate. There's a lot of guys playing positions. You know, you can play a little less of a solid game, try to score, have some fun. So how was the turnout on that other ice? Uh, we had 20. Originally, I think I was actually sitting out um, when I volunteered for that. And then I think one guy dropped and then I was able to jump in, which especially with the score of the game, I'm I'm yeah. glad I did. But yeah, I know we had 10 guys. I believe they had 10 guys. So it was it was a lot of fun. So good participation. Yeah, it seemed like it. I mean, I mean, there was nobody really watching our game. I think there was about a, about a handful of people, you know, by locker room one over there watching the game. They pulled up here, so we were like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, again, good for them that they went out skating because we didn't really provide any fireworks or anything like that, right? I mean, the, the funny, you know, about the, the most fireworks we're watching to see whether Hedis would break a stick or not, right? Because he got animated once he gave up a couple goals. But other than that, it was a pretty, again, the game was kind of in, in the bag by the middle of the second. I think the only thing we were trying to do is make sure we didn't give you guys the game back. But in not doing that, we kept scoring because Hedis was just having an off night. Yeah, you know? and I think I didn't realize it was... uh we set this uh, clock for whatever times so we would be able to hopefully see the last 10 minutes or so. And Drager actually came into there and stopped the clock. And all of a sudden I was like, why is the clock stopped? And whoop, he, you know, he skated a double, so you can't be mad at him. He actually was like, I'm going to go over there. I'm tired. So then kind of cooking on the time. It's like, <laughs> I want to see the end of this game. What the heck's going on? So I'm just like, well, I'm going to go over there. Some other people, when they kind of realized the clock stopped, it seemed like they went over there as well, walked over there. And then it was just like, score was just like, crap <laughs> yeah it's good to be it's good to be on that side of a victory in a playoff game i mean god i hate you know and I, I hate being on losing the first game and Dude. i've been I've had, and person made fun of me i think two weeks ago about how many playoff games have you won i'm like fuck you yeah. <laughs> and it was like every every mistake that we made no matter the big ones led to goals the minor mistakes led to goals and it, it i was talking i think it was with ruble afterwards he goes the way that skate was, it didn't feel like an eight to two game. He said it felt like more of like a five to two game because it didn't feel like you had sustained like pressure in our zone nonstop. We were circling and just getting shots. Everything was just right. a mistake in the middle ice or a mistake, well, a bad turnover and just boom goal. Myers, really Myers, perfect pass to Joe Ellis in the slot with nobody on him. Right. Or, you know, things like that. Or, I mean, just things that kind of stuff was happening. I think Ben said after his goal, it's like, God damn, it was the first set of puck luck we had all night long. I'm like, yeah, just one of those nights. Just one of those nights. Yeah, it, it happens to everybody. Yep. Um, but yeah, next week I think will be exciting. Hopefully the rest of the year will be good. Uh, shout out to Drager as well. I think it was maybe Gio who let him use his camera, but those shots that came in, if you haven't actually seen a lot of the photos, if you, I think it's uh, photos.mnlhl.com. We actually have a shared album throughout the league. There's a ton of photos for the last three or four years in there. Go there. 
a lot of good shots. It's good to see. Yeah. Uh, Drager was working hard yesterday, taking some shots. There were some very nice ones in there. So as well, uh, Benders and Bruce, we now have a TikTok account. I've posted like two or three times. I don't understand TikTok. Uh, Shawnee, you're a young hip guy. Do you know anything about TikTok? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said it last week, dynamite drop in. <laughs> I'll bring my son. I'm sure he'll be able to teach us. That's right. Can yeah. In. Can we can we get a write up of what TikTok is about? I've went there and it's all it does is it shows some girls that are usually eh, kind of showing their boobs a little bit and some cleavage, and then they'll like kind of some song plays and they lip sync to it, and I'm like, uh. sounds like our perfect sponsors. <laughs> hey, Andy? get Proctor on get Proctor on the case right away. <laughs> hey, I'm good for that. Any any ben sponsorship towards the league, I'm I'm cool with. So. Also, I loved uh, Shawnee. Hopefully, we were focusing on Shawnee's face when I asked him what he knew about TikTok because he looked at me like I was crazy. I'm <laughs> the 40 year old guy asking the guy that I'm assuming you're in your 20s still. I'm 30. Eh, close enough. Asking if you know about that. And you're just like, what? No, 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 no. I don't know anything about that. I know nothing. Well, apparently, you're not as cool as you look, so Shawnee. So, why do we have TikTok if we don't know what it is? Uh, Why the uh, hell not? Oh, what, I'm, what I'm wondering is, it's, like, says, Poke, it's like Pokemon, it. collect them all. Here's he said he, all. he did it three times and doesn't know what it is, which is even, uh, your mind even I don't know. I know it's just the new social media craze. So I was like, I'm just going to stake my claim on that same name that I have across the other one. So uh, Dave P, our resident hipster who can't talk, um, says Shawnee has to make a dance for TikTok. So apparently, <laughs> Shawnee, you have to dance, which... I don't know why we need Shawnee to dance when we have our best dancer in the chat. We just got to bring him on. We got the whoop shuffle. What else do you need? Uh, To be fair, Dragers can groove too. I've seen him groove a few times. Uh, So, you know, maybe we'll have a dance off. Turtle can dance. That that is true. I've seen him dance before as well. I'm not part of that competition because I don't have any rhythm. Obviously on the ice, you can tell that. So it looks like we need a Dickie award. Best dancer. More than fair. And remember, if you want to get those Dickie nominations in the next two weeks, go to news.mnlhl.com. Find that article. List of categories. I think if you want to nominate a new category, Dickie's open to that as well. Listen, for us old guys, you know, i.e. you, myself, Dickie, a few other people there, we'll throw a piece of cut. We'll like open up, put some cardboard down at center ice and let them go to town. You know, and uh, Dave P to provide all the Adidas, uh, all the Adidas uh, tracksuits. Track I was going to say, who, who, who has the boom box that they can uh, be playing with there as well? But uh, yeah, I'm surprised. We almost went an hour and 10. So I didn't think we had that much to talk about. Uh, we are looking for people next week as well. It sounds like next week we're going to have Ty and possibly Ref Joey coming in. Awesome. About time. So that'll be interesting. Maybe we can hear. Question. Sure. Do you have a booster for him? Well, Dave P's been in here a few times, so if we can handle <laughs> so Dave we P, we put him in Hess's chair, right? If we can handle Dave P, we can handle mic. Joey. Yeah, is, okay, is Joey that small, tiny? He's a tiny guy compared to Dave P. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Dave P's you know wearing lifts in the skate or anything like that. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I haven't seen the man. I don't know what the hell. Maybe he grew up for all I know. But yeah, like I said, so looks like we're looking at Ty. We're looking at ref Joey uh, have another spot. I don't know if Hedis will recover by then. It might be more of a, how that game went this coming week as well. So I know also to be fair to Hedis as well, just to throw it out there. He also does play hockey on Tuesdays as well. So sometimes he, or a sub, so he has games he can't actually make because of that. So we kind of have the rule out there. If we have someone who volunteers ahead of time, we can get them in, but we do try to get people. So we have a North star coming in. We have a ref coming in. 
the goal would be to try to get someone from the Americans or the SEALs as well. So if you're interested, let us know. We'll put you on the list. It's a better thing. You know, it's nice having a tiger, a SEAL, and a North Star coming in. You're stuck with me, unfortunately. It's my house. I have to be here. So uh, Dylan... <laughs> <laughs> apparently claims that he's in as well. He's been a lot of times. If someone is interested other than him, he's more than cool about it as well. But I always love Dylan coming in as well. So just let us know. Shawnee, how, how was your experience here? It's been great. I've uh, honestly pretty impressed. I know you, you sent out that uh, the outline for the show this afternoon. And, uh, you know, this setup here, it's pretty clear you put in a lot of work. So thanks for doing this. Yeah, that's what happens when you're old. You don't have much of a life. But I, I appreciate the the thanks for that. Crunk coming in a second time. Sounds like, I don't know why. Sometimes, like like I said, I, I know I have to, sometimes those the XRL cables go a little bit bad. It sounds like it's actually fixed itself along the way. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know what it, it sounded crazy in my ear for a while. Yeah, well, we deal with it. Don't, don't want you not talking. I'm never <laughs> coming back again. This is unacceptable. Sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pete, you're because... In my little uh, tag cloud, you're becoming bigger and bigger, so you're you're becoming a regular now. I know. Well, like I said, I didn't realize you live so close by, and it's you know, get out of the house. Yeah, one of those amazing yeah. things. You were. I feel like at first you're almost just like podcast. I'm not you. coming on one of those things. All of a sudden you come on, and now it's been like I, I told four you. of the last five weeks. Can't get rid of you. No, I told you. It's usually I play on Tuesday nights too, and you know, apparently the way the schedule's been working now, we don't we no longer have nine forty five or ten o'clock games. Everything's like eleven o'clock or. Or midnight, and so it's it's been a hell of a lot easier to go from here to the rink. If I was gonna I say it's to. been brutal. Don't you have a midnight tonight? I did. Um, I don't think we had enough people say they were gonna play, so we're gonna just to play the forfeit. Which, come on, let's be honest, a twelve o'clock game on a Tuesday night. Who the f thinks of, thinks of that? But Dylan was gonna be, and we were gonna ask Dylan to play again for us. Yeah, you that's know? that can be brutal. I know we had. Uh, what was it tomorrow? We have an eleven o'clock, which that's rough enough. Yeah. Ain't kidding on that. It doesn't get any easier as you get older. You know those late games will kick, just kick the shit out of you. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky. Typically Thursday I work from home, so that gives me a full extra hour of sleep, which does help because just by the time waking up and getting up, I can essentially wake up and go straight to work. So that that does make it nice for sure. Yep. So uh, looks like we did get another follower, Garen. Two. I don't, who the hell's Garen? Hi there. But uh, yeah, we appreciate that as well. So hi there uh, as well. So uh, yeah, as always, give us a call on the Whoop line, 714-75-WHOOP. It'd be nice to see an email. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've ever got an email podcast at MNLHL.com. Follow, subscribe on Twitch. You know, we had Dave P today. We had Pete resubscribe. We always love those people. I think we have Shawnee three or four months in. You know, a lot of people are giving back. Hopefully it just lets us support the league even more, reduce cost give more to the league whatever so uh yeah so next week game two we'll see if we're into the finals next week or if we have some game threes coming up but uh yeah for the crew i think we're over